Before we start the show, I want to thank the thousands of you, the thousands who have read This Book Will Make You Dangerous. Many of you have told me that the book's unique way of exploring fear, confidence, and purpose has had a lasting impact, that it's much easier for you to get clarity and direction about what really matters and what you want to do in this lifetime. It's also amazing to hear that quite a few of you have read it multiple times and even bought copies for friends, so thank you again. Just in case you weren't aware, I created a free companion video course for the book. And in these videos, I walk you through the big takeaways and practices from each chapter. And I even cover some extra stuff that's not included in the book. Information on how to access the course is in newer versions of the book. And if you own an older version of the book and you don't know how to access the course, just hit me up via the contact form at triplinear.com and we'll get you all set up. And one last thing, if you're one of the thousands who have already read the book, please consider leaving an honest review on Amazon so that others can decide if it's right for them. Again, thank you so much for reading. This book will make you dangerous. And now let's start the show. You are listening to the new man beyond the macho jerk and the new age wimp. Your host is men's coach, Trip Lanier. Are you bored or feeling unfulfilled by your daily life? You imagine you'd have to make some big scary change in order to turn it around. And what's a way to instantly defeat procrastination? Today, you're gonna hear an actual coaching call where one man overcomes his fear and doubt and confusion and procrastination in just a matter of minutes. And he'll do so by positively impacting the lives of others. What you typically hear on The New Man is some kind of an expert, some kind of an author, some guy who's on some pedestal. Maybe he's even got a PR team to make him appear larger than life. What you're going to hear today is an excerpt from a live group coaching call. It's a short interaction which leads to action which results in a transformation. The guy you're going to hear me coach is more like the rest of us. He's struggling with procrastination. He's struggling with self-doubt. He wants to do something fulfilling. He wants to feel more alive. Now, this guy, a year ago, he was in the hospital having a brain tumor removed. Before his diagnosis, he had been an attorney, and then he was an entrepreneur. Now, the romantic story is that he would, he would get up from this surgery and then be ready to live his life full out, but that wasn't the case for him. He's been struggling to find his way. So this is a glimpse into his hero's journey. I wanted to share this because I was so deeply moved by something that was so simple and immediate. I think a lot of us have this idea that if we're going to do something fulfilling, or we're going to do something that matters, it has to be this big deal. It's got to be something huge. It's got to be something monumental. We've got to write a book. We've got to create a following. We've got to change the world. What happens is we end up doing nothing at all except criticizing and beating up ourselves. So today I want to show you an alternative. I want to show you a way that we can start small and build on what lights you up. So what if the thing that scares you is actually the thing that would be fulfilling? What if the thing was actually easy? What if it was actually fun? I want you to listen to this and I want you to say to yourself, if this guy can do it, then I can do it too. I hope this inspires you to take a small step in the direction of what will fulfill you and have you feel more alive. I hope I want you to allow yourself to experiment and build upon what works. What if it was that simple? 
And just a quick note, this recording has been edited to protect my client's identity and confidentiality. Enjoy. Here we go. I, when I first talked to you, Trip, about joining the group, I was in this room. In the past couple of days, I've, I've sort of been coming back to something we talked about on that day. So I guess fitting them in this room. Um, I mean, first of all, I just want to say I've been, I feel really served and I, 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 you know, we're going through all this together and, um, you know, I just, I, I just feel a real sense of camaraderie is not the right word, but just connection, I guess is a better, the, is a better word. And, you know, I just, it, it just made me reflect on the kind of self-talk that I have. I feel like I've come a long way in, in catching myself when I say I, I need to do this versus I want to do this. And, and I just, you know, I, w- I never would have done that, um, you know, but for this group. And I mean, I, I won't say I never would have done it. I, I, I did it in a much more accelerated way than I would have otherwise have done. So I, I feel I feel really good. That's gratitude. But you know what we talked about that day. You know I had said, you know I wish I could share with people. You know there's such a aversion to thinking about death and all these things, and you know you hear so much about people getting to the end and thinking, you know they don't know how to raise it with their older parents or whoever, you know, they just can't touch it's a toxic issue. They can't touch it. You know, I wish there was a way to, without having to face death, square on and and right in the face to realize that you have something to live for now. And, and it doesn't take staring death in the face to, to give you that, that push. And I had to go through a journey on this, which we all were a part of, where I was scraping the bottom there. And to even think, who am I to say, death, you know, death stared me in the face and, and didn't do anything, didn't motivate me to do anything. It, 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 you know, I, I was still questioning, feeling, finding a will to live. And I needed to do that. And I needed to go through that. But I feel like I've come through like this this point, you know, like Joseph Campbell said, you know, you kind of where you bring the do your quest and then you bring it back. Mm. I forget what the terminology is, but you know, I, I, I feel this need to like I have a story to tell. I think it's a book. I think it's something that that is forming in me that I want to get out, and I have time to do it. I have the space to do it. That's all great, you know, but talk about self-talk and the stories we tell. You know, I have the story that I don't finish things. I don't, I get a great idea and I don't carry it. Is this like I need to go in my basement and write? Or is there, you know, what, you know, I always think, are there resources out there? Are there people, that, you know, that help you form your ideas and, and those kinds of things, like to help you make this tangible? Or do, or do I just need to, like, get in my workshop and carve a block of wood. That's kind of where I am. Mm. 
What do you think it is that you need to do specifically? I'm the guy that researches about running shoes for a couple of weeks, buys a pair of running shoes, <laughs> and, and doesn't run. <laughs> you know, I'm a, I'm a guy that reads about meditation and all its benefits for years and doesn't meditate. I did that. I did that, too. <laughs> and we've hit on that because, we, you know, we were talking about my son driving and you're like, you don't learn about driving by reading it in a book. And I was like, whoa, but boy, have I done that in a lot of other areas. I hear I hear this idea that you need to write and you need to create a book and there's this I I I sense that like there's some there's something there there's some artifact to be created there's something along those lines is that right book keep thinking about a book yes okay I want you to see the book is just a possible outcome, an artifact of you simply just learning to express yourself. You have served me in the last 10 minutes, how long have you been talking, when you talked about how you're not perfect, when you talked about how you research things and then don't do it. That's helped me. I saw myself in you. It helped me when you were honest and you said, I didn't, I struggled to find a will to live even when I was diagnosed with cancer. I wasn't one of these people that suddenly felt like it was time to come alive. That helped me. The value of what you have to offer is not a book. It's just you sharing this stuff. When you make it about a book, I think that you lose, in my sense, is that you're not focusing on what's really most valuable. It's just you sharing this. Mm-hmm. Might be an, there might be an idea in you like, oh, this has got to be something. And then the, way to, the way that we do that in our culture is we write a book. I, I get more book, I get more fucking emails from people that have written books than you would believe. <laughs> Most of them are boring. It's just sad. Mm-hmm. But what inevitably turns it around is when somebody writes to me and says, man, this guy did this and he's sharing this now. And blah, blah. I'm like, I want to talk to that guy. Even if I don't interview him, I want to just talk to him. It's not about the book. That's what I want to help you see. Mm-hmm. It's not about the book. Allow yourself to explore these ideas and talk about them more. Period. Are you really willing to be honest like what you just were these last few minutes? I am. I, you know, I, I felt that, uh, the, the energy that comes from that I felt I did it and I felt the energy when I went to that support group and, and talked to the 
you know, the people that were at the front end of what I, you know, about to close the first year chapter on. And I, I felt like I really served them and it wasn't a book. <laughs> yeah. Was that hard? Did you have to fucking woodshed to get in your car and just go talk to some people? Was that hard? No. It, 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 it in theory, it, it, I, I would have thought it would have been for me, but because I'm, you know, whatever reserved introvert guy or whatever, don't share your feelings, be anonymous. I was driven by, I didn't, I, 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 maybe a need for support, but it totally flipped around after this, this meeting where it was like, I needed to serve them. I didn't need any, that supported me. And that was, that was, it was fucking powerful. So you tell me, you want to go lock yourself up in a basement for a year? Or do you want to go out and get in the trenches? Locking myself in the basement is a good way for it to never to happen. <laughs> okay. Based on my based on what I know about myself. Mm-hmm. Good catch. <laughs> but at the same time, I it's like okay, if not that, then what? That's kind of where I get, you know, what. What 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 is it? What replaces that? How you know? Look? And I, yeah. How could you do more of what you just said was really powerful? I mean, I need to seek out more of those situations. There's two ways to look at this. One way is to say, if I write a book, if, then I theorize that this is going to be the thing that's going to fill in the blank, right? Then I'm going to finally feel whatever. It's a theory. The other is, you have data. You went and tested an idea. You fell kind of ass backwards into it, which is what I love. And you're like, well, that was cool. That was powerful. Let me follow this trail. Where does this lead? Mm -hmm. And you build on that experience as you go. And who knows, the book, the book may happen, but I just want to help you do what's already working. And you had this experience, so why not build on that? Why not let that experience be the cornerstone have no idea where it may lead. Doesn't mean it's always this is the only thing you're ever going to do ever again. It's just the start. It's just the start of something. But what would be the next version? What would you build on? Even even if it's just cool, I'm going to do that again this week. How could I do that this week? Who could I talk to? What just came to mind was following, you know, checking in with the people that I, with those people that I met and 
you know, shared some resources with and that night, but also talking to the facilitators from, you know, that are, it's from the hospital, they are from a hospital and they, you know, that runs this support group they have for all kinds of things. But these people are, you know, just asking them, like telling it, saying, wow, that was, I, I, that was extremely powerful for me. How else can I do that? <laughs> Where else can mm-hmm. I do that? How would you contact that person? Would it be a would it be a phone call or an email? Probably email, but I could do a phone call. Either one. Great. Do you have another phone line other than this one? Yes. Great. Let's make the phone call now. We're all here supporting you. Okay. I I truly feel that support. I. <laughs> I don't have that. Get the phone. If I get the number. Get the phone. Get the number. You're too fucking slick. We're doing this. You can fire. I'll tell you this. You can fire me after the call. How's that? <laughs> oh boy. I want to hear some buttons. I gotta, I gotta find a damn phone. <laughs> All right, I'll wait. These guys can go. I'm going to stay on the line. We're doing this. <laughs> I just want you to see how simple it really is. It's a fucking phone call. It's a conversation. Everything you want is on the other side of it. It's a horse, a horse, my kingdom for a horse, a phone. A phone. Yeah. I'm staying on the Kingdom for a phone. This is going to happen. <laughs> Even if you need to go uh, next door and borrow a phone. <laughs> if you could see me, you'd be laughing. You're doing great. Okay. <laughs> this is fun. Yeah, imagine that. <laughs> the thing I was scared to do was actually fun. I used to get something like this would happen, um, where I was suddenly inundated. Mm-hmm. But it's actually energizing me. Yeah. And speakerphone. Okay. <laughs> Bear with me. Good morning, Arthur Cancer Connect Line. This is Kathy. How may I help you? Hi. Um, yes. I actually um, attended uh, one of your cancer support groups. I just want to say it was a really powerful experience to be able to support the other people that were there. There were a couple of new people. Um, I've, I've had a tumor for a couple, for a year and uh, had one that took taken it out. And I just, uh-huh. I was hoping to find out how I can do more, you know, how, how can I do that more? How can I find people that need help and serve them more? She's actually not in today, but I can put you into her voicemail, and perhaps that might be the best way for you to start. Yeah, let's do that. Could you talk with her? Could you connect me? Thank you. Thanks so much. I'll answer you right now. Thanks for your help. You're welcome. Bye. All right. Little voicemail. Little voicemail. I'm either on the phone or unable to take your call at the moment. Please leave me your name and number, even if you think I have it, and I'll get back to you as soon as I can. Hi, we met at the Brain Tumor Support Group. 
Um, and I just, I wanted to uh, reflect on the last meeting and just let you know what a powerful experience it was and how it was, it felt very, uh, I felt like I really could help the people that had just um, come and I don't recall their names offhand, but um, once a month is, is just not going to do it for me. I want to help more than that. So I was hoping to talk with you and see if there's other opportunities to serve um, uh, people in that way and hoping you can give me a call with some ideas. And thank you very much. Look forward to talking to you. Bye. All right, gents. <laughs> there, I did it. <laughs> How does it feel? Just it, it's it was simple. It, it was easy, <laughs> simple and easy. Mm. You know, as you were doing that, I was thinking about somebody that might have gotten some really bad news today. And their whole world is upside down. And at the very same time, you were reaching out, finding, just seeing if there was some way you could help. I can see that, too. Thank you for inspiring me. Thank you. You said you'd be my... Uh, you'd push me, you'd, agi- you'd be my agitator, and you just did it, and I, and <laughs> I love you for it. That was awesome. Yeah. I love you. Thank you. Thank you for Thank doing you. that. That had far more impact on me than you holding yourself up somewhere for nine months or a year. It can be that simple, and it can be that easy. Mm-hmm. Just one foot in front of the other. Yes. Thank you. This is where you inspire me, and I appreciate it. If these interviews are helping you, then please visit The New Man on iTunes and leave us a positive review so others can discover the show more easily. Thanks for listening.